Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I'm Devin Jordan. I'm with Rob McIntyre and Trace Armstrong. We're here to talk about the, this was a vote that we did on Patreon for, we've done some top six episodes in the past. We've done top six male competitors, top six female competitors, top six seasons, eliminations. I think that's about it, right? So this is the. It's really the about it. We really haven't done that many. Yeah, we've done like four. <laughs> yeah. So and so we can pick for, up the pace now. And so for this one, we put this up to a vote for everyone that's members of our Patreon. If you want to join our Patreon, you can go to thechallengechronicles.com and we have a $4 tier and a $12 tier. You get different benefits at each of the tiers. Uh, we'll probably release, I don't know, we've, we've been doing this in the past. We'll probably release the first 15 minutes or so on our public feed and then just put the rest behind the paywall for everyone subscribing on Patreon. But today we are going to discuss funniest challenge competitors of all time. This was the number one vote. Uh, second, for everyone that was curious, second was, I don't have it in front of me. I think it was top duos of all. No, second was theme songs. And I think that's the one that second we all wanted intros, to do. Wasn't it? Yeah. We will eventually do that because we will eventually do that. And we've also, we, we have also, though, talked around that a ton. So I feel like we've gotten our thoughts out there, at least on that. Yeah, and I think we kind of did, I don't know, I think it's kind of nice just to like cement it in place though, because we also did that for eliminations too. We'd always talked talked around that for a really long time. And then we yeah. kind of did that episode. And I feel like we, I don't know if we just subconsciously now, we don't feel the need to like bring that up as much, but I feel like we haven't talked about that in a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially so, like yeah. no offense to, no, yeah, no offense to the people that are huge Challenge Mania fans. But so many of the mo- best eliminations that were in that 64 bracket were a little more weighted to recent eras than other stuff. Like that Josh, that oh, Josh Eric one is so overrated. What, what are you referencing? There yeah, was a bracket a- that went out on um, like Twitter from um, I think it was MTV on TV account. that wasn't from them. That was from MTV account, but you could tell yeah. like the challenge. A lot of the Challenge Mania fans stuffed the ballot. <laughs> oh yeah, so, okay. I mean, it was just um, like, hey guys, I love y'all. I love your huge part of the challenge community. Can we be objective, please? And I don't blame Derek and Scott for that at all. Like, I think they do great yeah, stuff. Yeah, but like, I mean, there's not really an objective ranking with this. It's whichever one you have the most personal attachment towards. And if Derek's been able to build up that personal attachment towards himself, then he gets yeah. to. I mean, Derek, don't get me wrong. He's had some amazing eliminations and he's been a part of some amazing eliminations. So, so the little ballot stuffing (laughs) for the vote. So for the voting for this, for everyone on discord, that's curious or any of our Patreon, Patreon subscribers that are curious, funniest challengers was number one intro songs slash theme songs to top challenge friendships was number three. Then we had a bunch that were kind of right around each other, like funniest moments, top alliances. Uh, so also funniest moments was on there. I don't even remember that. Yeah, it's on there. It got a decent amount. Um, yeah, I we'll probably that do one that one eventually too. That one probably stole a few votes from this one too. So maybe this one was really that much pop- more popular. Yeah, yeah I mean, I th- this this was definitely, I think, the, the, the one that was clear cut. Um, because even when we made that second announcement that was hey, make sure you get your, your votes in. This one pick up a little bit more steam. And I was definitely impressed by how many votes we actually got for this. So for everyone that did vote, thank you. Um, this is just another one of the benefits that you get uh, when, you, when you're when you a patron. 
So we take to get into this topic, top six funniest competitors. We talked about this a little bit before we got online. And I said that I thought there was going to be very little overlap. I am. I agree with Devin. And the people that we have. I think there will be three people that we will all have on the list. I disagree. I'm confident in one. So Trace, Trace, you write down, write down the three people that you have right now, and I'll write down the one that I have. And then this we'll will talk. be like okay. the scene in Draft Day where Kevin Costner has, you know, uh, what, who, who, what's the dude's name? Whatever Mac, uh, Khalil Mac. No, seen, it's not Khalil Mac. It's not actually. They didn't actually use Khalil Mac. I know it's uh, not Rodney Mac either. He used to be. I a feel honestly, I, I feel like the times Devin and I agree Vontae, the most on the show Mac. is when we're agreeing on how much we'll disagree on something, which is basically what we're agreeing on now. Say that again. We the two of us agree the most on the show when we're agreeing about how much we're going to disagree on something <laughs> like we're doing now. <laughs> and it was Vontae Mac, by the way, yeah. from Draft Day. Vontae Mac, that's right. That is one of my favorite movies, even though it is completely oh, I and inexplicably not correct. can't get into uh, that because I would be correct. so upset. I can't watch that movie. I get so angry. We watched that during a football education class in school <laughs> when I was doing a sports management class. I'm like, so if bad. you think this is teaching us anything about anything related to football and not warping people's minds, you are crazy. That has to be a 90-minute so movie, right? It is. Oh, it's so bad. It's Kevin Costner, and like, we can't get into it. It's, it's just too. It's awful. Don't watch it. Um, <laughs> That'll be a bonus pod one day. Is Rob uh, going off on so why bad. he hates Draft Day and how I ironically like it, even even though it's the most inaccurate it's football so movie ever made. <laughs> um. So I think some formatting things, real quick. So what do we think? We just want you start with six, and we'll kind of circle around. And then if we if somebody if like if I give my number six and it's higher on one of your list, then one of you just say. You know, higher, and we'll go with that. And so, yeah, that's what we've typically done in the past. And so, yeah, we'll just talk about it when it gets to the its highest point. Yeah. Um, the right. other thing with, do we want to just do honorable mentions after the show? Because I feel like we can't really yes. do it because a lot of our honorable mentions will invariably be on other people's lists. Yeah, I say honorable mentions go last. Okay. So, all right. Who, who cool. wants to be our leadoff hitter here? I will because this is this might be a hot take. Um, <laughs> I mean, this, this is going to get ready, is, right? <laughs> Brace yourself. Brace yourselves. Uh, my number six is Jasmine. Oh, I think this is a good take. I think she's See, hilarious. I think Jasmine is one of the funniest challengers in the history of the show. Anytime there is a water thing where they put her on ropes, she starts going, Jesus, take the wheel and <laughs> leaning back. The episode in Rivals where she hooks up with Tyree is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Um, just her reaction to it. And then the way she treats him the next season in X's, like her confessionals are dynamite. Like they're there always funny. They're always like, entertaining. There are a couple in X's, which I think is an egregiously overrated season. I think it's just bland for most of it. Their pairing, though, is by far like the most entertaining thing for the half of the season. They, they are yeah. putting in a lot of work. And really even funny. when she's – go ahead. Even when she's angry, like when she punches the mirror and she's like, well, well I, guess, I guess I got my mirror. rival for rivals too <laughs> against Teresa. And she's <laughs> she right, by it. the way. And she's right, by the way. They did become rivals yeah. for rivals too. So That's a I, good – that's I, actually – I think that's a really good take, Trace. I'm not going to lie. I didn't really have her like on my list thinking about it, but I think that's that's a really good take. I, yeah, I, I think she's we, great. I don't think that's bad either. I, and so I'm not even personally that big of a fan of Jasmine. I think she was probably one of the people that in that area was consistently on the show and I didn't really care to see her on it, but I can still acknowledge the fact that like 
It's pretty funny, right? Uh, yeah. The, he also had that with moment her in, is like, there's going to be somebody who's going to go out in the first half of the scene and is season and it's just going to have that role. She's way better to me than a bunch of like the paper potted plants that they put on for some of those roles. Agreed. Yeah. She she's had some personality. Yeah. yeah. She, she also had that really funny moment in rivals where she was super amped up and Evan was kind of like talking off the, off the <laughs> cliff. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, even like John A trying to calm her down in the fight, like she, yeah, she, she's, she's got moments. She's definitely, well, even like her after show when she's fighting with Naya and Johnny Mosley is trying to contain it. Just ladies, ladies, let's calm down. Like, yeah, that was really she, funny. She, yeah, she's got a good highlight reel, so I think that's a good take, Trace. All right, I got a hot take that's actually accepted. All right, good times. Yeah. It's a first, ladies and gentlemen, right here I on think, Patreon. I think that's going to be the nature of this, though. Yeah, I don't think we talked about this earlier. I don't think there's. Pretty much like, I don't know, there, I, I don't think we're going to be really against any person that anyone says, right? I don't, I don't think we're, we have, I don't know if we have super strong opinions about this. Well, way. I think like, when it comes to humor, it's such a personal thing by nature of it. For me to like disagree and say, oh, Trace, you're an idiot for saying that. Like, that's <laughs> what he thinks is funny. Like, it's one thing if it's like somebody who's doing something egregious, but if it's not that, then whatever. Yeah, like, unless you just legitimately name someone that is not humorous whatsoever. Like, if you named Jay from... Uh, <laughs> from uh, Jay Genesec? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, if you named someone like that... But, you, but even, like, him, like, you laugh at him. He's not really funny yeah. himself. He's not or funny, he named, but he is... What he did like was him funny. When, he, when he goes on, like, a power trip and it's, like, threatening Leroy on Exodus 2, like, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Zach had a great quote about him and Jenna that season. It was like Jay and well, uh, or Jordan and Sarah are walking encyclopedias, and Jay and Jenna aren't even an informational brochure. <laughs> it's just like wow, like even because it's like him and like I can be. I feel like I'm pretty safe, and this isn't our name regardless. But even somebody like Josh, like Josh, does make me laugh a lot when he's on. I think show. Josh is pretty funny. Yeah, yeah like, I think he's like, really funny. Like, just even Josh, just like the concept of him and how anytime the show is kind of like bland and Josh is around, the producers are like, hey, Josh, da-da-da-da-da happened. And he comes wandering into the room and he starts threatening people. He's just he gets a- all up on his Josh high horse. Like, you know, he creates content. He's just a bowling ball, dude. Like, yeah. he's like, if, if something is calm, they just roll him into the room and he shakes things up. Like, I think, especially on the last, like, last season on Total Madness, this season's on Double Agents, and I think especially from what we've seen for the cast so far for next season, I think that's going to be something that's really needed. Well, you think about even, like, really think about it. Like, when have these seasons really fallen off? It's not always directly correlated to Josh leaving, but I think this season, like, him leaving, like, after that, there was a bunch of Skull stuff that caused things to be bland, but him and Devin being gone was, like, a big source of comedy throughout the season. Yeah. What when, when he's like what does he tell Josh? What does he tell CT that the camera cuts back to him and then it just like four seconds later he was clearly lying and he did say whatever he was said he wasn't saying? You guys know what I'm talking about? Uh, I don't, I know it happened, but I don't remember the specific It was the episode where like somebody was cooking something and CT said something to Casey and Josh got really mad about it. Oh yeah. No, about the like the pizza or something, right? Yeah. Uh, but- He's like, I think CG was saying Casey ate his pizza, and then Josh was like, I don't know. Him and Josh got into it, and then CT was like, Josh was like crazy. tried to like go. Pro- Josh tried to like go protect Casey from CT. Yeah, right. Wasn't that what it was? No he like, reason. No, Josh tried to protect no Casey from CT, and then we're doing a terrible job at explaining this. But then 
he says something and then he later claims like, oh, I didn't say that when he's talking to CT. And then it just cuts back to him four seconds that are clearly saying what he said he yeah. didn't say. So, <laughs> yeah. So, I, so we can get my number six. So my number six and like the hardest thing for me was sort of equating out season the number of seasons and the number of funny moments someone's given versus just the hit rate of like these are the amount of moments the person was involved in and these are the amount of funny moments like they were able to produce and i did i did the latter mostly i think i lean more towards the latter i i lean towards the former this one i definitely went with the latter though because i this is somebody who i just watched a 10 minute like compilation of her really recently so maybe that's why but i have devon at number six it's a fair pick yeah, I don't. Because with her, it's just like, dude, the hit rate on her confessionals is just crazy. It's just like every other confessional, she's just throwing fire out there. That's just she. Hilarious. She is the highlight of a really bad season due to her hot takes that she gives. Her, her and Jose are pretty funny on Final Reckoning. She's been involved in two pretty funny pairs, but her and Jose on Final Reckoning do a lot of work yeah. while they're on. And that's a bad the... season, and she's a highlight. <laughs> she's a she's real got highlight. the confessional. She's telling Chuck to run away from Brittany as they're like fighting. She's got the one where she's explaining how Johnny has bad tracks and it's just like sliding down the walls. He's trying to climb up. Um, yeah, so she, she's somebody who I, I think she, she's got a very good hit rate on her confessions, even though she's only done two seasons. Well okay. played. I like it. For ni- my number six, I have Puck. That's interesting because he's not really he did, considered. Yeah. He's the, I mean, those it's, seven episodes of Battle of the Sexes are fire. Like, it's great. See, with him, it's not really funny as much as he's just crazy. So this was actually the one person that I thought we would all have. Nope. See, like, I I get, exactly. Like, that's what I'm saying. We're having no overlap with this basically whatsoever. Like, I thought for, I thought for sure that we would like, all have this. Because he, he has, he just, in, in, in Battle of the Sexes, he has that interview where he has, like, the mud smeared, like, all over his face. The entire wedding... That season, which takes up an episode episode. of its own, everyone dressed in togas and leaves that they find on the island is absolutely absurd. They literally dedicate an entire episode of the season to this. And then then he he gets naked in the woods with a machete. (laughs) And then he leaves. And he has the whole dynamic with uh, Ellen that season where he's like trying to like break her mentally. It's just nonstop for the first, what is it, seven episodes? Is that what you said that he's on? It's like seven, I think. Yeah, it's like seven. Yeah, see, for me, again, it's just like with him, I don't find him funny as much as I just find him like, that was like, what happened there? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's more of just like a, he like left the show. Like, I'm not laughing from that as much as I'm just like, oh my gosh. Um, I think he's funny. I don't know. But, I, yeah, yeah. I, I think he's pretty funny too. He made right, a season that is extremely boring, extremely entertaining while he was there. So that takes talent. All right. All right so uh, big so team. What's your number five? Hold, hold on, okay. someone in someone in Discord actually made a very good argument about why Sexes is one of their favorite seasons, and I think it's a very good that. argument if you read through it. So because it was came because I was like, someone should try try and like make an argument of why sexes is a good seat. Sexes in Inferno three. Um, and someone did came anybody up with, take up the mantle for Inferno three? Yeah, because they someone said that, that was one of their favorite solid. And so actually, I don't think so. The, the, the argument for Inferno three, I didn't think was very good. The one for sexes, I thought was good. I thought that was like that. That's like a convincing argument about why, um, someone should watch this season. Inferno three. I don't know. Like just nothing happens. Despite even having like a pretty good cast, too. <laughs> there's a couple good. There's a couple good moments on Inferno Three. But like, I there's a couple good Timmy moments in any season. Awesome. 
Like, there's a couple good moments in any season. Like, you can just, but the thing is, you can film somebody's life for as long as they're filming Inferno 3, and you can stumble on a, co- a couple good moments. Um, all right, Chase, you're up. Number five. Uh, I put Johnny Bananas number five. Not on the list for me. It's a good pick. So when I actually, uh, in preparation for this over the last, like, few days or so, I looked up to see if there's a Reddit post of people that talk about this uh, subject. Guess who the number one person that came up was? Brad. Rob. Uh, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure it was Devin. Devin, uh, Devin like Simone or Devin Walker? Woman, Devin. Oh, Devin Simone? She, she is, is funny. pretty funny. Uh, yeah, she's just another one. She only had the two seasons. She is really funny, though, when she's on. She's way better as the after show host. She does a great job doing all that stuff. She does a really like, good job. She's as the after really, show host. She's really good than at like, that. Yeah, she's much better than like Maria Menounos or whoever they had on before. Yeah, with this is as of three years ago, but it's Devin with sixty-eight upvotes. Um, wow! But I just thought that was funny. All right, yeah. so my big thing with Johnny Bananas is like besides the stuff he does to stir the pot. He finds ways to like make humorous situations, like even in Vendettas, which I hate that season. The whole note thing is really funny, the way he just kind of puppeteered everything. But one of my favorite Johnny Bananas quotes is from The Island, um, where he says, I'd rather rather put a campfire out in my face than deal with some of the people on that island. So I just, some of those quotes he comes up with are really funny. So he, he really leaned into that character. And so. He's the humorous. For me, there's just like a lack. For me, with Johnny, there's just like a lack of uniqueness in his humor. Like, I don't think if his humor is like coming from a distinct character as much as it's just funny itself. I don't know, dude. He has like his his thing is in his confessionals. He has like he has next level analogies that are just I feel like very distinct. Um, One of my favorites also was from the was from the island where he. Oh no, that was Derek. Never mind. That wasn't Johnny. He's like not uh, saying that girls can't build the boat. He's saying these girls can't build the boat. That was Derek. That was not Johnny. <laughs> yeah, that is one of my favorite quotes too. Um, <laughs> so I, my number five was kind of, I guess, in a similar vein. I have Wes at number five. He's in my honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah. So for me, the distinction between like Johnny and then versus so Johnny, Kenny, Evan, Wes, like there's like a lot of those guys that kind of fall in that same sort of grouping. Um, I agree of just like titular characters that are half producers when they're on the show uh, for the guy side with Wes for me, he's just funnier and like sort of the reactions and like smaller moments that are happening throughout. Like there's this one scene in War of the Worlds 2 that I think is super funny when the, all the UK team is arguing and Wes points his head and like, Hey guys, you know, like any sense of direction or something. And then like, no, and then he just kind of like backs out um, pretty consistent, like confessionals too. So yeah, for me, he's just, for me, he gives a more like comprehensive, humor portfolio than like a Johnny or a Kenny. I thought the, I don't know. I don't find Wes as entertaining as the other two guys that you named, but I do agree that they're in the same group, but I thought the moments last season where they gave Johnny and Wes kind of the combined confessionals, I thought that they made those work really well. And I don't know. Did if, they shoot those all in one take. Do you think? I think they were. I don't it's possible. For I sure. think they shot them all after West got eliminated because they were all in the same outfit the entire time. Yeah, they yeah. made it. Work I just, out. 
They did. Oh, I yeah. mean, that one line Wes gave where Johnny was like, for the first time ever, we're combining forces, and Wes just followed it up with, so you're all fucked. I was like, Thank you for listening to the preview of our episode on the funniest cast members in the history of the challenge. If you'd like to listen to the full episode that's over an hour long, you can subscribe to our Patreon at thechallengechronicles.com for $4. You can also find the link in the description of the episode. We'd really appreciate the support.